But when you take your kids somewhere that you get that time away and that you get to see them in different light, there's just something incredible about vacations that create the memories that are so evocative that I can spit them out right now on this podcast. Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air, helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. Well, hey there, it's Aaron Schlein here. Happy August and welcome back to Family Travel Radio, your go-to podcast for incredible destinations, amazing experiences, and life-changing family adventures. I hope you had some fun traveling down memory lane throughout the month of July with those five episodes from back in the day. And I hope you enjoyed that little glimpse into the origin story of Family Travel Radio. If you haven't had a chance to go back, check out these past five episodes throughout the month of July. Definitely give them a listen when you do find some time. Although we parents know that free time can be surprisingly hard to come by during the summer. This has been my first full-fledged summer vacation with school-aged kids, and it's been a doozy. We've road-tripped a bit around Northern California. We spent some time on the coast in Half Moon Bay. We spent the 4th of July, 4th of July weekend rather, in Lake Tahoe. Sacramento, where I live, it's a cool spot because there's a ton to do within just a couple hours drive, really in any direction. Just 90 miles west, you've got San Francisco and the whole Bay Area and really virtually endless spots along the Pacific coast. And then 90 miles to the east and you're in Lake Tahoe and the Sierra Nevadas where there's adventure pretty much any time of year. If you haven't been to Northern California, if you haven't spent much time in Northern California, come check it out and let me know when you do. Tag me on social media at Aaron Schlein with those photos from Northern California when you finally do get here. But moving on, we are kicking off the month of August by announcing the launch of Family Vacations Matter. Family Vacations Matter is the Family Travel Association's very own advocacy campaign that highlights the importance of traveling as a family. Now, a lot of effort in the Family Vacations Matter campaign will go into raising awareness about the alarming trend of American parents not using all their vacation days. We're going to dig into that and figure out what's going on with these American parents not using all their vacation days, because like I said, it is an alarming trend, and we're going to do our part to make sure that you parents out there are taking those vacation days, taking those trips with your family and really making the most of these these very short, these very short formative years while your kids are young. So to officially kick off the Family Vacations Matter campaign, I've invited my buddy Richard D'Ambrosio on the show. Now, besides being a personal friend of mine, Rich is also the communications director for the Family Travel Association. Rich is a fascinating guy. He's a heck of a storyteller, and I thought he'd be just a dynamite guest to help us kick off the Family Vacations Matter campaign. Now, Rich and I are going to get into this in our conversation, but I want to let you know up front how you can get involved in the Family Vacations Matter campaign. You can do that by simply following and using the hashtag Family Vacations Matter on social media. And to make it extra easy for you, I put links in the show notes over at familytravel.org slash radio. So you can go ahead and follow the Family Vacations Matter hashtag on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just one click away over there at familytravel.org slash radio in the show notes. 
Alrighty, away we go. Family vacations matter with my friend and all around great guy, Rich D'Ambrosio. Here we go. Very pleased to welcome to Family Travel Radio, Richard D'Ambrosio, my very good friend. Rich has been a master storyteller for more than 30 years, writing about the travel industry and helping communicate the stories and brands of companies like Virgin Atlantic Airways and American Express. He loves telling vacation stories that include his three children. Rich, my friend, welcome to Family Travel Radio. Hey, Aaron. I'm glad I finally made it on. Yeah, we don't need to try to hide the fact that Richard and I are good buddies. So how you doing out there, buddy? Where are you, where are you checking in from today? I am checking in from the beautiful Hudson Valley. It is... Uh you know, summer is in prime form. Everybody is out on a Friday afternoon here in New York and uh, the Hudson River is glistening. So it's a beautiful, beautiful start to the weekend. Excellent. Well, Rich is the communications director for the Family Travel Association, of which this is the official podcast of the FTA. And the FTA is preparing to launch a brand new advocacy program called Family Vacations Matter. And we are going to get into that. We're going to talk all about family vacations and why they matter. But Rich, my friend, first, I want to talk about you. Talk about your life as a dad and as a traveler. Tell me your story, man. Well, I knew I wanted to be a father at a very early age. I was blessed. I'm one of 10 kids. And my uh, oldest brother, Donald, um, had his first child when uh, I was 16. And I fell in love with fatherhood immediately. And uh, I couldn't wait to have our own. So uh, my daughter came along in 1996. And family vacations were a little bit limited at the very beginning because she was so small. We would do certain things. She would go on business trips with me. And uh, Boston, I'll never forget uh, Nicole walking into the Boston Hilton on the west side of town. Uh, near the convention center, like she'd always been made to to walk into a hotel at two, three years <laughs> old. Um, took her to Disney World. And here's my favorite family vacations matter story. So Nicole was about three or four years old. Her brother, Christopher, was soon to be born. My ex-wife, uh, Nicole's mom and I took her to Disney World. And we stayed at the Wilderness Lodge and uh, we check in. And it's uh, early afternoon, so we head over to Main Street, USA, and uh, we weren't on the ground more than six hours. And as we're sitting there on the curb waiting for the Main Street parade to come through, um, I'm just soaking it all in. And as, the, as one of the princesses and princes came up the street, they uh, leaned over to Nicole and they pulled her out on the street and they danced with her. And I looked at Nicole's mom and I said, if something was to happen and we were to have to get on a plane and leave right now, this was it. (laughs) (laughs) To be a dad and see your daughter who loves princesses and loves and just was so enthralled with Disney World, to be out there in the middle of Main Street USA with people clapping and her dancing, that to me as a father is why family vacations matter because when you love your children as you love your two, you know, there's just these, these magical moments you want to give them. And it happens through stages. So now, you know, Christopher gets born and, and uh, my, uh, their mom and I take the kids to Mexico. And we had this wonderful seven-day trip to Cancun. And then Tyler comes along and he celebrates his first birthday at Disney World. So now at that point, Nicole was almost 10 years old and Chris was four or five and Tyler's one. And I'll never forget at the Contemporary Hotel, Tyler getting into that thing that they do with Mickey Mouse where they wave their napkins above their head when they sing. And it was just, 
you know, there's something about, and it, and it goes both ways. I mean, you know, I remember going to Disney World with my dad uh, and mom, and it goes both ways. I know for the kids as well, is that there are moments that you get when you're sitting around your house, when you're sitting in your community, that's one thing. But when you take your kids somewhere, and it doesn't have to be Disney World. It could be uh, to the Sequoia National Forest or just, you know, I'll, I'll take the kids for day trips in the area that you get that time away and that you get to see them in different light and whether they're with friends, if you take friends along or if it's just your family unit, it's just something incredible about vacations and time away like that, that create the memories that are so evocative that I can spit them out right now on this podcast. Yeah. I know you didn't have to rehearse that story from Disney world. That is, that's ingrained in your soul, my friend. It is. I came through loud and clear. So now that your three kids are in adulthood, approaching adulthood, what are, when you recall, when you go back to those, those memories, what are the, what is it like when you sit and reminisce about those family vacations with your children now that they're growing or grown? Um, I think, you know, for, so 23, 19 and 16 at this point. Um, and I think it's about our history. You know, I am recently divorced and there's, you know, been a lot of, you know, disruption because of that. Um, but the four of us are a tight unit. And I think part of it is because we've spent this time away together. And when we talk about memories and we, uh, of course the kids always want to bring up the stupid things that I did or the goofy things I screwed up on or whatever. (laughs) So it's a great opportunity. Uh, Family vacations matter to them because they get to put dad down. They get to, they get to laugh at him. Yeah. Good story is a good story, Rich. And you know that as well as anyone. So, you know, it's just, it, it's who you are. It's the, it's the story of your family and the kids definitely identify, you know, the nature of our relationships are partly built around these stories of, you know, goofy things dad did, the fun that we had going to a, a California Angels game in Anaheim, uh, Christopher, Nicole and I, when we, when we did a 14 day trip in, in, um, in California about five, six years ago, these are the stories of our lives. And we know we're, we're a tight unit because of it. Yeah, I can certainly relate to that. And I know you and I have, have bonded over our love of the vacation movies. And I can imagine you, Clark Griswold, cross country in the family truckster, <laughs> heading to Wally World, the butt of all the jokes. Yes. But, but the memories will last forever, my man. <laughs> they do. One thing you touched on earlier, which is kind of interesting, is you talked about taking your daughter on business trips. Yes. Now that, at its essence, that's family travel, but it's not the type of family travel you hear most people talk about. Tell me about that experience. So uh, I was in the middle of the travel industry at that point. Um, I was working for Virgin Atlantic Airways and a bunch of other companies. And um, there would be co- conferences in really nice cities. So uh, I remember taking Nicole to Dallas when she was tiny. My uh, Nicole's mom and I you know, took her to Dallas and the two of them got to spend their time there while I was at a conference. I think it was the American Society of Travel Agents um, in Boston. I don't remember what business trip that was, but like I said, it was uh, it was like driving up on a Saturday and having a little bit of time together in Boston and then starting off business Monday, Tuesday kind of thing. And I, it was nice because as a traveling business person, you're, you spend so much time alone, um, unless you're going you know, with a group or to a conference or something. And to have your family there is so comforting. And to see them um, 
at night when you get back from your, you know, your long day at the convention and it just, it feels like home. So this whole concept of leisure, I guess they call it. So it's, it's blending business with leisure travel. Um, I get why dads today do that. I, I, we didn't have a name for it when I was doing it. Um, but it did make business travel, um, less painful and less, it felt less like a sacrifice leaving your daughter behind. One of my craziest stories as a business traveler, I'll never forget. I used to have my, um, the suitcase that I had to put my suits in was down in the basement. And, uh, I remember on a, you know, like Sunday nights, I was traveling regularly on Sunday nights. I was leaving to be at a destination on Monday morning out in the West coast. And, uh, Nicole, when she saw me pull that luggage out, she knew I was disappearing and she would try to hold the door closed. We couldn't get the luggage and she'd get angry as I was packing. So, you know, you do, you, you get on those planes at Newark airport at seven o'clock at night on a Sunday and you're like, why am I doing this? So it's nice when you can take them along and you don't have to feel that pang of, you know, letting go. And then knowing how, how am I, I'm going to phrase this. I'm trying, I'm transitioning this into the family, family vacations matter. Cause in a way this, that kind of goes against it, but yet it also is a positive part of it. The idea of working and taking your kids, it's, it's a interesting dynamic. I've never personally taken my kids on a business trip and I'm trying to visualize what that might be like. And what, what advice would you have for, for any parents out there who think that maybe they could incorporate a little more family into their business trip, give themselves some leisure travel. You know, everybody's personality is different, um, but for people like me, I think one of the most important things to do is to let your employer know that you're doing it. This way, you don't have to feel like you have to hide your family. You don't feel guilty that they're there. Um, it's very easy for a parent to want to take their family along and plan it, and then all of a sudden, you know, you realize that people are realizing why you're heading back to your hotel room at nine o'clock. So it's better to just get it out in front. This way, you can enjoy it. Certainly, getting there early. Um, I was uh, I was had a really intense set of business trips to Chicago, and I finally got disgusted and told my employer, "Look, I'm taking my uh, my daughter and my wife with me," and uh, they were okay with it. And even though I was at this uh, office, we were doing due diligence on the purchase of an accounting firm, and while I was working from seven in the morning till you know six o'clock at night. You know, we try to get up early, go to breakfast together, the three of us, you know, and, and the company saw, hey, you know, he's busting his butt and it's okay. And, you know, and if he throws us um, a couple of bucks for, uh, for extra stuff that he's doing with the family, fine, whatever. So put it out there, get it done. Also set your boundaries with your family. Let them know that, yes, it's a vacation and we're flying in on a Friday and we don't have to do anything until Monday morning. So Saturday and Sunday, you've got me. But when Monday starts, you know, you've got to realize it's like me going to work in the morning on a commute. So you're just setting boundaries and being as transparent with all parties as possible because they, those were great vacations. It happened to be that Chicago was where my ex-wife is from. So we got to see her family and Nicole got to see them. Um, and that was very special because uh, we didn't normally get out to Chicago for a vacation with Nicole when she was little because it wasn't that attractive a vacation for us. <laughs> Um, so when I got to, you know, bring her there on a business trip, it was great. And for all those companies out there to highlight something Richard just said, if they're busting their butts, it's okay. Let them enjoy some time with their families. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yes. So anyone who's listened to this podcast, even just one episode knows that we believe myself, Richard, everyone at the family travel association, we believe that family vacations 
do matter. And we're solidifying that starting right now, this month in August, 2019 with a brand new advocacy program called Family Vacations Matter. And Richard, over the next 12 months, we've got some really exciting content, some exciting messages to share with family travelers everywhere. But let's start at the beginning, man. Sure. What is Family Vacations Matter all about? So our founder and president, Reiner Jens, has been, uh, he and our research team have been examining how families, how adults feel about family vacations for four years, going on our fifth year now with research. And uh, one of the consistent themes that has come out of the research every year is that somewhere around three out of five adults with children under the age of 17 in the household don't use all of their paid time off. They, they leave it on the table at the end of the year. And our Project Time Off, which was a research project by the U.S. Travel Association, found the same thing. The numbers were a little bit different because of uh, they were covering the whole population and we only look at sort of parental type people, whether it's grandparents, uncles, aunts, nieces who take care of kids in a household. So anyway... Before we move on, how do those numbers compare? General population compared to parents? Uh, the, the USTA's number is like 10 percentage points lower. I think I forget what the exact numbers are, but it's moms and dads, which predominantly is our database, um, are definitely not taking as much paid time off as people who don't have children. So we see that. And they're more likely than the general population. Okay. Yes. Got it. I, I'm curious. Cause I fall into that category and I, I <laughs> like to know where my contemporaries stand. I use every second of my, my paid and time you off. Should God bless you. And then, um, and then we found like, you know, one out of four of the respondents to the survey don't even take half their paid time off. It's crazy. And so this really was disturbing to Reiner and he's been looking for ways to try to shake up uh, both the travel industry as well as adults who have paid time off and children to say, look, this is not a healthy behavior. You may be proud that you're at work all the time. You may think that you are getting ahead because you're leaving paid time off on the table every year. But you've got this period in your life where these children are going to be with you. I mean, I know my daughter's 23. She's out of the house. I've got a 19-year-old as a freshman in college. It goes by in a heartbeat that they are there and that they want to do a thing like a family vacation with you. And so making that a priority, both in the time that you dedicate to it and and the money that you're putting it aside and doing something, it does not have to be you know, a five-person family getting on an airplane and flying to California like the kids and I did umpteen years ago. It could be getting in the car when we took when uh, when Nicole was going to college up in the Adirondacks. I took the boys, packed them up in the car with Nicole as we were taking her back up. We stopped in Lake George. We stopped in Lake Placid. Wasn't that expensive? We did a little bit of Airbnb. We did a little bit of hotel, and it was manageable and affordable. But we, the four of us. Um, had time off together in a totally different environment. And that's what Reiner's getting at is that, look, there are ways to create these memories, create these moments. And what the campaign is designed to do is to touch on all of those emotional catalysts, the things that make us motivated enough to do it, to get to get past the behaviors of leaving paid time off. What do we have to how do we have to twist your heart to get you to realize you're going to prioritize this? That's what the campaign's all about. Well, you mentioned one of them, and that was the idea of parents or adults in general taking some sort of pride and not using their paid time off. What are some of those other psychological blocks, those emotional catalysts? 
Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to be finding out a lot more this year's research. We've got about 2,700 respondents who are in the middle of doing the survey. So we're going to have some very rich data by September, October. But what we have found in the past is it's a, it's a host of things. So our research shows it's affordability, um, just being able to save up. You know, if you've got three or four members in the family, uh, depending on their ages, um, it may be that you need a very large hotel room or a suite of some kind. If you are flying, that's four airline seats. Um, so that's why you see a lot of drive vacations for a lot of families who aren't um, uh, able to save up. So affordability is one of them. Timing is another. A lot of families um, will complain that because of school schedules, if they're not in a private school, if they're not homeschooled, if they're in a public school, kids get off at about the same time. And the travel industry knows that. So the premiums that are charged during spring break, during the summer, during um, you know the break between Christmas and New Year's, the industry knows the capacity is going to be at a premium because that's when everybody's got off. And so the prices go up. So that's another thing is seasonality and time can be an issue for a lot of families. You know, some other things is planning. Uh, you know, you see so many dual income families today and those two adults are now trying to manage the kids' sports schedule, education, uh, extracurricular activities. Maybe they're in band, maybe they're in drama club. And now all of a sudden you got to figure out how am I going to squeeze in a vacation? My son, Christopher, was an excellent ball player in uh, middle school and high school. And, you know, all-stars, you know, whenever all-stars started, uh, that was it. We had to wait until the team lost before we could plan our vacation because we wanted to be there for him, but we didn't want to take him away from his, his passion. So those kinds of things are what we hear. USTA went deeper into the employee mentality, and that's what FTA is going to be doing this year in our research. And what they found was it's, it is the whole pride thing. It's the, uh, is my job going to be here when I get back? You know, they don't even like it when I leave at 530. Now I'm taking six days off. So, you know, there's quite a bit of um, environment, the environment in the workplace that needs to change in America. Yeah, just culture. That sounds less pride and more about more about fear, which is some fear. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's like that's that's no way to live. I, I mean, I can imagine getting swept up in that. Fortunately, I'm I don't work in that kind of culture. I'm very grateful for that. But I can imagine if I did work in a culture like that, that that fear could be very real. If I take yes. my family on a vacation, is my job going to be here for me when I get back? Right, because I'll that, miss out on those big meetings I was supposed to be at. Oh my right. goodness! <laughs> I know, right? The world's going to spin off its axis. Yeah. Well, we touched on we touched on affordability, and certainly folks can continue to rely on this podcast to to really show families all of the possibilities in family travel across the affordability spectrum. That's one of the areas we're going to be touching on over the next 12 months as we roll out Family Vacations Matter. So let's go through a couple of the these months, these next 12 yeah. months. What other topics are we going right. to be, be tackling? Right. So the way that we've designed the program is that we have an incredible group of media influencers, including people like you, Aaron, who are developing content for the month of August to try to get some of what you and I were just talking about out of your followers, to blog about the subject of why do I not take my time off, to be posting on social media and kind of coaxing out of moms, dads, aunts, uncles, grandparents, why don't you take more of your paid time off? Come September, since it's back to school for so many people, we're going to be talking about the educational value of travel. Um, One of the things that we find in our Family Travel Association research every year is that moms and dads say 
that when their kids return from a vacation, it's making them a better global citizen. They are more of a student of the world and a student of life that, that, that travel expands the young brain in a way. And families notice this in their children. So we're going to talk about education in September. Um, we're going to talk about planning travel. So since planning is such a big uh, obstacle for families, in December, that's a great time when families are together. You're at all of these holiday meals. That's the time to talk about the memories and start thinking and inspiring, um, aspiring to your next family vacation. And then we're going to piggyback off all the great work that the USTA did in um, Plan Your Family Vacation or Plan Your Vacation Day. It's the last Monday of January. So January's content for our advocacy campaign is going to be about what are the obstacles to planning your vacation? Is it time? Is it money? Is it just the, the variety of opportunities that are out there? The Family Travel Association, for anybody who's listening to the podcast and is not initiated, so we've got um, media influencers, bloggers, r- travel writers. We've got another group, travel advisors, the people who do the planning for families. They are very specifically trained for family travel, and that's another big portion of our membership. They also do write and blog and talk and post on social media about family travel. So they're also a part of the program. And then we have our suppliers and destinations. But we're going to be encouraging people to reach out to their travel advisor in January because if planning is such a difficult thing, then hand it off to a specialist. Hand it off to someone who knows how to do this and pull through all of the options for you and get you the best value. So we'll be you know, really drawing them in in January. Great. And then for the remaining months of the year, there's going to be more topics. And we'll get into that as the time comes on. I appreciate you giving us a little peek into the first four months. But yeah, every month here on Family Travel Radio, we're going to be producing one episode for in each month to coincide with that month's theme for Family Vacations Matter, things mm-hmm. like education and planning and overcoming those obstacles. So Rich, for folks out there who are not in the family travel space or not in the family travel industry who aren't writing blogs or promoting to followers or clients as it would be, how can the rest of us get involved? Please start looking for the hashtag family vacations matter. We are asking all of our members to use it, the media influencers, the travel advisors. So if you're following that hashtag on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, it should, these stories should start appearing in your newsfeed. Participate. Jump in on the discussion. Let us know how you feel. You can come to our website and go in our search function. There's a, there's Family Vacations Matter in our search function, and you'll come to a page where you can throw in some of your thoughts uh, about the issue. We've got a, a form on one of our pages where you can just quickly fill it out and share with us what you think about this issue. Um, and then, you know, by all means, stay tuned to this podcast. And as Aaron has different calls to action, um, get involved. Uh, feel free to come to our website and email us if you've got great stories to tell about how either vacations have made a huge difference in your family or how you struggle with the, the concept of planning a vacation. So we want to hear from you. Certainly, you know, come to our Facebook page. Um, you can chime in right there. We'll be posting regularly about this issue. And we would love to have more comments from the general population outside of, like you said, our FTA members and, and, the, and the industry. Yeah, so just to recap, you can get started in this conversation. Follow the hashtag family vacations matter all over social media and post with 
the hashtag family vacations matter to participate in that conversation. And Richard, you mentioned stories. So let's, let's end on this note. It says right there in your bio, you are a master storyteller and your call to action says, I want you to write down your stories past and present, start journaling now so that you can capture and remember the stories of your life. Just talk about that real quick and why that's so doggone important. Why? Because, uh, my, uh, uh, you know, my mom and dad were two of the best people in the world. I just absolutely adored them. And uh, when I was in fifth grade, I used to journal because the, uh, my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Krug, that was her thing. So uh, what I didn't realize was that she was sharing my journal with my parents. And there was a family vacation that got disrupted because my father broke his leg and we had to cancel our Disney World vacation that year. And my parents um, told me that reading about their lives in my journal on a regular basis that, you know, they'd forgotten a lot of the goofy things that had happened in our family, but to, to know that their son, their fifth grade son was capturing it all. And it's interesting. And this is where I'll kind of leave you is. So again, I was, I'm one of 10 kids. Uh, my sister, one of my sisters passed away at seven days old back in the fifties. So there's really nine of us. But anyway, when my father was passing away, he had his second heart surgery and I'd go see him at night at NYU uh, medical center in New York city. He would always tell me, Rich, go home. Why are you here? Go home. You, you got to get on that damn train and get back up to the Hudson Valley because you're missing your kids. You're, and it's going to go by like this, Rich. And um, he said to me, he said, you know, I had nine kids and I was blessed. He said, but I feel like I had one kid nine times because all your stories blend into one. And he said, Rich, write down the stories of your children's lives because you're going to forget them and they're going to blur and you're going to think Chris did this or Tyler did that. And he said, write them down, capture them somehow. We're lucky today with social media because we could take a picture on our phone. We could post it on Instagram. And that's kind of storytelling. And that's capturing it. And someone can go back and look at the story of your life if you're capturing it in social media. But if you're not inclined to do that, just get out a notebook. And every night, you know, capture a couple of stories and certainly do it about your vacations because those are going to be some of the best stories you're going to tell and the best stories you want to remember. Rich, thank you for that because my kids are six and three and I am already mixing up who did what. So that's going to be a slippery slope, my friend. So I'm going to be capturing those memories. I'm going to be writing it all down and we'll sit around and reminisce. Well, you're a master storyteller too. I'm watching you closely. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate it, my man. So final call to action for you out there, my friends in podcast land. Follow that hashtag, Family Vacations Matter. Use that hashtag, Family Vacations Matter. And stay tuned to this podcast. We're going to be talking all about it over the next 12 months. Rich D'Ambrosio, really appreciate you taking the time on a Friday, my friend. And we're going to be hearing from you more in the future. All the best. Thank you. Have a great weekend, Aaron. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to Family Travel Radio. And once again, we really hope you'll follow along with us. Participate in the Family Vacations Matter advocacy campaign. Follow the hashtag, use the hashtag, Family Vacations Matter. I've got links to everything that Rich and I talked about. Everything you need to know about the Family Vacations Matter campaign is waiting for you over at familytravel.org slash radio. Alrighty, we will be back next week with another brand new episode of Family Travel Radio. Until then, this is Aaron Schlein, and I'm signing off.